Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Queen Made of White, the podcast, and I'm your host, Sierra Elise Harris. Oh my goodness, it has been a very, very long time. So before we get into this, episode 10, can't believe we're here. If you just got here, thank you so much for coming. Thank you for listening. I hope you learned something from this. I hope you hear something from this, and I hope this is an awesome experience for you. Uh, And if you're coming back, welcome back. I'm so glad you're still here. Um, Here's a little bit of an update. The last time I did an episode, I was living in a different part of New York City. I moved, I now live in Harlem. Spring is being sprung, the flowers are blooming, I am fully vaxxed, life is good, I'm here, I'm breathing. Um, And I took a quick little minute away from from this uh, and part of that is gonna be what this topic is today. I was like, there's no better topic than protecting your peace while balancing social media because I have had so many conversations with friends um, about the algorithm, about their use of social media, what social media means to them, and all this stuff that it's just been fascinating to me. Um, And I got really obsessed with like watching YouTube videos of people who decided not to be on social media anymore and the liberation that they feel and the freedom that they feel. And I was like, this is such a concept. Um, I've been avidly posting online since 2018. (laughs) So I, for once in my life was really like, wow, like, is this something I don't want to be doing anymore? Is this something that I definitely need some time away from, which I definitely needed some time away from, and I took some time, and now I'm back with a new episode about all the, the findings that I've had and the conversations that I've had, and I thought I'd be able to start my first episode after this little hiatus with some tips on how to balance your life while balancing social media and protecting your peace. So let's get into it. I want to preface this topic first by saying that this is not an anti-social media episode. Um, I've come to realize that there are a lot of really beautiful things about social media and knowledge and awareness and um, relatability that we're all able to do. I, for one, use my social media powers to share relatable things and tips and let people know that they're not alone. And I follow a lot of people who are doing the exact same thing. So there's a lot of beauty that comes from it. But the toxic stuff is when you're doing it without being intentional and you're just kind of digesting all of this screen time without really monitoring what you are looking at and how it's making you feel. So the first topic is about managing and monitoring what you are looking at. So questions like who are you following and why are you following them? How does that person make you feel? The thing about social media is it can be so beautiful and inspiring to see someone who looks like us thriving and it makes us want to be a better version of ourselves. I, I, I always say I want to follow someone who makes me want to go out and be myself in a way that I didn't even know I could tap into. You know, So I follow a lot of people and I'm like, oh, I love the way she talks about her body. I love the way she talks about her life. I love the way she takes herself out on dates. Like I follow a lot of people like that. And some people I follow because they make really funny videos and I, you know, I'm huge fan of TikTok, you know, and I follow people that are just like, oh, there's nothing to this. I just really, really enjoy this entertainment and it makes me feel good. And that's great. And those are two healthy reasons to follow someone. But the thing about social media that can be really beautiful and really toxic is how tangible everyone is. Um, So I relate a lot. I relate this back to like being on Tumblr. I was an avid Tumblr user. I absolutely love Tumblr. And I thought of Tumblr as like, 
oh, I love these gifs of my favorite couple from my favorite TV show kissing, or, you know, I love these quotes. I love, I love books and I love following people who just share quotes from love stories and things like that. And the thing that I felt like, Tumblr felt like Pinterest to me. Tumblr felt like my vision board. And I think the reason that Tumblr for me personally didn't become an unhealthy place is because I didn't know those people. I was just following people who I liked their images or I liked the things that they posted and I would share them. And so it was like we were all kind of living anonymously, not giving too much of ourselves to this platform, but just digesting it and enjoying the entertainment that it provided. And the thing about social media is the people that you follow, you know who they are. Uh, They put themselves out there in a way that makes you feel like you can connect with them. And that's a really brave and vulnerable and beautiful thing. And so you become really attached to these people in a way uh, and they inspire you. And sometimes with that inspiration, it's inherently difficult to not compare yourself to the life that that person is having. Um, I, for one, I followed this one girl who I just thought was like absolutely stunning. She lived a very similar life to me. We were from the same part of town. And after a while, I was like, whoa, okay. Like this girl is kind of making me feel like my life isn't amazing. Like she's making me feel like because I can't go out to dinner every night or because I'm single that I'm not living an amazing life. And let me say that this girl is not doing that to make me feel like that on purpose obviously because no one is responsible for the way that you feel on social media you are responsible for the way that you feel and that's why it is so important to be following people that make you feel good about yourself and inspire you and don't make you feel like you need to be someone else so where I was at in my life while I was following that girl it became toxic for me and it had nothing to do with her it was the way that her feed was having an impression on me that made me have to take a step back and be like okay this isn't working for me anymore this is making me feel like I'm not good enough and I don't need to be following someone who makes me feel like I'm not good enough and no one is responsible for your feelings you are responsible for your feelings on social media these people are living their life they're doing what's what best serves them and you have every right to live your life and do what best serves you and that means being intentional about what's on your feed being intentional of who you follow and why you follow them and not just have it be a hodgepodge of you know, the perfect body and the perfect boyfriend and things like that. Um, Because that's how we make it a healthy place. That's how we protect our peace. Because then it's really intentional. Like think of your Instagram feed as like your bedroom. Like everything in here makes me feel some type of way. Makes me feel good. Makes me feel inspired. Makes me feel motivated. All those things. We want to be following accounts that motivate us to be better versions of ourselves. And slash or accounts that just make us laugh. We don't want to be following people that make us feel small. That make us feel like we have to... um, lean into consumerism and we have to have things in order to feel better and look better and think better about ourselves, right? So the number one important thing is to really, really manage who you're following and, you know, unfollow people, mute your friends, do what you need to do. Do not be, you know, like you can go all out. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) you gotta protect your peace. And if you have a friend that you love that sometimes doesn't make you feel good about yourself, you can mute them and that's okay. That's why we have mute so that it doesn't hurt that person's feelings because they don't know that you're doing it. Or maybe they do. But it's all about putting yourself first and really understanding why you're digesting those things and how they're making you feel. Okay, topic number two. If it feels bad, get off of it. 
I'm someone who every single time I have a friend who's like, you know what, this is sucking the life out of me. I hate being on it. It's draining me. I always respond, get off of it because it is not worth it. If it doesn't make you feel good, get off of it. Um, I watched The Social Dilemma, which you should too if you haven't, and I ended up going on a three-week, almost four-week, but three-week social media cleanse. And (laughs) the results are actually funny because they're obvious. I was a better listener. I got through a lot more books because I realized I was spending a lot more time on my phone than I thought I was. You know, I was rolling over and looking at it for what I thought was 15 minutes, but I was actually looking at it for 30, 45 before I went on with my day and it was very obvious to me when I was off of it how consuming it had become and this was all really during quarantine and I'm sure a lot of people had the same issue because there was really nothing else to do but there really was other things to do there were books to read there was family to talk to there were friends to call you know there were other things to do and social media was pretty much taking up so much of my energy that I didn't have the energy to do those other things. So if it doesn't feel good and you feel like a zombie, you should get off of it. I do have to say that um, when I returned, which I've talked to a lot of friends who had a similar experience, the app Instagram like punished me. I had posted something about my experience being off of it and it got no engagement. It really reached like no one. And that's kind of how my posts went on for the next couple of weeks, I think. And I was like, this girl is punishing me. I took some time for myself and she's punishing me, which is absolutely insane, Um, which did the opposite effect, right? It felt like that. then I got so overwhelmed and nervous about like, oh my God, like everything that I've created, like no one's ever going to see it. Like it doesn't matter whatever I post, it's never going to get shared. It's never going to get seen. And then I went down this rabbit hole that I had pretty much climbed out of during my cleanse and I willingly slipped back into it because I was so worried that all of my hard work was met for nothing because I took a time I took time off for the app and I don't even get paid from being on the app so I can only imagine how people who run businesses and make a living on the app feel like the app will punish them for taking a break. And that's the thing. We we glorify working from home, which is really, really great and having social media businesses online. But then you have to be really careful about when you close. You know, like you work your own hours, which is amazing. But if you're on there forever, because it's like natural for you to be on your phone and make your money and do your business, then that can easily slip into your off time. Um, but anyway, I took my break and I ended up being punished for taking my break. And that was like a psychological thing of like, oh my God, like I'm a slave to this app again. Like I took some time away from this app and now I'm back into the same cycle. And so I had to take another break because I was getting frustrated with myself. And I had this weird moment where I was like, I, I, I like my life more than what I'm doing on social media. I hadn't posted a blog post. I hadn't done a podcast episode. And I was like, I just don't really feel called to say anything, but I feel very called to enjoy my life. And I almost felt uh, like that was wrong in a way because I feel like I have committed to this. I have, you know, people who I feel like want to hear me speak and write. And I felt obligated to come up with something. And I was like, well, that's not how I want to be. Like, if I'm going to be on here, I I need to be present on here. I need to be intentional on here. And I really am trying not to just post things for the sake of liking things. And so I walked away. Um, 
and that's why I really truly believe that it's it's really not worth it. It's really really not worth it if it makes you sad and if it makes you sick, and nothing is worth that. And I would watch these people on YouTube talk about how liberated they felt when they um, went off of it, and it almost I was was I was almost jealous of them because it was like I was hearing them experience freedom in a way that I didn't really connect with. And I'm not someone who shares every little piece of my life, but I am somebody who feels like I have to play to the algorithm if I want to share work that I'm proud of, which is another thing, feeling like I have to, you know, play the game just in order for people to see my work. And that's something that I struggle with and and I balance, I try to make balance with. Um, But at the end of the day, people who need you will find you. You know, and you're not for everyone. And that's why there's no amounts of likes or comments or shares that is going to make you feel better about yourself because then it's just going to be a balance of chasing, chasing the dragon until you finally feel like you're valid, you know? And I think my time away from it made me realize how, how consumed I was in finding my validity through my likes and my comments and my shares and then being at base zero and then feeling like I had to compete again with my work which was absolutely ridiculous so you know for lack of a better word fuck the app you know don't play the game if you don't want to play the game um and get off of it if it makes you feel bad get off of it and topic number three which is our final topic is check in with yourself do you feel like you're living your life do you feel content and motivated to live the life you want to live Do you like you? I feel like we are so wrapped up in trying to figure out who we want to be while also having this way that we are perceived. And I had a conversation with someone recently where I was like, you know, I would have very little self-doubt if I didn't have so much access to other people. If I lived my life completely offline, not knowing what my friends were doing, not knowing what my favorite artists were doing, my favorite celebrities were doing, I would probably be able to see myself very clearly. Um, And I would be able to expand in a way that I probably wasn't sure that I could because I would really be focused on working from a place of who I am and not who I think I'm supposed to be or who I'm trying to be. And sometimes social media can have that effect on us that we get lost with who we really are and who we want to be. And and we can be in the middle. We can be both of those things. We can be proud of who we are and where we've come from and really excited and motivated to grow into the person that we want to be. And sometimes we get wrapped up in looking at other people's paths and watching other people's journeys that we think that we're not enough and we think that we should be going faster. We think that we should be climbing the ladder faster and we should be better. Um, And that's not the case at all. And so you should really think about if you didn't have access to those people in that way or if you weren't following so-and-so, you know, how do you really feel about yourself? I've started this new thing where I've decided that when I go on trips, I'm not going to post about them in real time. That I'm only going to, you know, I've always been a picture person. That's never changed. And I'm going to take pictures of everything and videos of everything. But I'm, I'm not going to overwhelm myself with posting them as they're happening because it keeps me really there it keeps me very present and I feel like sometimes life passes us by because we're busy trying to curate it so that it looks amazing instead of just feeling like it's amazing and experiencing it because we're so worried about 
how it's going to be perceived when we do our little photo dumps and we share to the world what our experience was. Um, and I think it's so important to connect to ourselves and ask ourselves these questions. Um, so I've got a couple of journal prompts for you. This is a new thing, but I decided um, maybe sometimes at the end of episodes I'll give you some journal prompts. And, and if you do them and if you find them helpful, please let me know. Um, and the first one is, if you could go anywhere in the world without your phone, where would you go? And what do you think it would feel like? The second one is, what is social media to you? And the third one is, are you happy, satisfied, content with your life offline and why? So I will leave you with that. And thank you so much for listening. If you're new here, thank you so much. I hope you learned something new. I hope you enjoyed it. If you're back again, welcome back. I adore you. I'm so thankful for you. Um, and give this give this episode a share, a like, a comment, whatever you feel. And I appreciate you so, so much for listening.